serve the Lord. There's just nothing better. It gives you purpose. Now many times in life we can find things to be our purpose and that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about uh, people without vision will perish. Unfortunately many of us, many people mistake vision and dream. Vision and dream. Having a vision and having a dream. Now we're not talking about that thing you do when you sleep. We're not talking about the vision as in a prophetic vision uh, such as in Ezekiel. Uh, we're talking about having a vision, a purpose, a goal. Many people when they're young, especially particularly when you're young, uh, a sign of immaturity is just having a dream. I dream of being this, or I dream of accomplishing that. Now, they're not really uh, uh, moving in the direction of that dream. They're not moving uh, towards that purpose. It's just a dream. It's like, I dream of being rich, so I go buy a, a lottery ticket. You know, and, and my odds of winning are, I don't know, it's something like 1 in 14 million or something ridiculous. Does that mean it won't happen? No, that doesn't mean it won't happen. Doesn't mean it can't happen. It just means that it's a dream. You you want to be financially secure, financially set to be able to do whatever you want financially, and you're going to buy a lottery ticket for it. And I'm not here to condemn people for buying lottery tickets. I've been known to purchase a lottery ticket myself. If you got a couple extra dollars, you want to buy one, buy one. This isn't about lottery tickets. What this is about is the difference between a dream and a vision. When you buy that lottery ticket, you're dreaming of the money, the financial security, the financial stability. It's not a vision. A vision is I'm going to be a successful financially in life. I'm going to work on my credit, I'm going to uh, purchase a home, I may purchase some properties, I'm going to put together a portfolio, I'll, I'll diversify my investments, and I'll grow this a little at a time, I'll, I'll have savings and checking, and I'll manage my checkbook, and I won't live beyond my means. Now you see, now you may not get those millions and millions of dollars you have in a dream, but there's a path that you're following, and there's an end game, there's a goal, and you're headed on the journey to reach that goal. Uh, a wonderful church uh, that I get to be a part of, you know, they had a, they had a vision, 
to, to build their own building, to have their own building. At that time, we were wandering from place to place. Then we were borrowing. We were, we were uh, leasing a place. But then we bought a piece of land as part of our vision to have our own building. And we focused our efforts to pay off that land. And then once the land was paid off, we, we got together with contractors and architects and, and building planners and, and, and envisioned a building. And we set our feet on that journey to secure a facility that belonged to, to our people that we call our own home. You see, this is a vision. And the people invested and sewed into that. They participated in that. Some would come down and do work, maybe sweeping or, or mopping or, or swinging a hammer or running a screw gun or a drill. Others um, would write out a check. They would invest into it. It was a, it was a, a team effort. It was a vision for a people. A dream would be the people who sit around and say, one day we're going to have our own building, but they do nothing to reach for it. This is the difference between a dream and a vision. A young man dreams dreams. Oh, one day, and I realize this is a little out of context of what the scripture is saying when he says that, but it still holds true in this, that the young, the immature, they dream dreams. We dream of being something one day. One day I'll be president. One day I'll be an astronaut. One day I'll be a successful business person. One day I'll be a doctor or a nurse. One day I'll be a, a soldier. One day I'll be... But it is simply a dream until you set your feet on the path. Then it begins to transform from dream state into vision. The Bible doesn't say he who is without a dream will perish. The Word of God says he who is without vision will perish. So we have vision and we have a dream. But when we step into a vision, we, we still have something to talk about. You see, the Word of God also says that there is a way that seems right to a man, but it leads to death. You can have a vision, and it's a vision that just carries you on a journey that will lead to death. You can have a vision of being a great adventurer, exploring unknown regions, and it may lead to death, but that's a physical death that we're not talking about. What we're talking about is a spiritual death, a final death. You see, as a believer, as a follower of Christ, one who is counted among the redeemed, your vision has to come from God and not man. Not your own vision, not of your own making, but it has to be something that's given to you from God. Your purpose is defined by God, it's not defined by you. Now many Christians fall into this trap. We see a need, or we perceive that there's a need. Maybe 
maybe we see more need than there actually is in that given circumstance and that's okay but we see a need we see a need and we strive for that need we roll up our shirt sleeves and we get to work oh I'm gonna do this great thing for the Lord I'm going to do this wonderful thing for the Lord. And I labor away. Now maybe it'll be successful. Maybe it won't be successful. And oftentimes we'll say, well, if it's of the Lord, it'll be successful. And that's my litmus test. <coughs> Listen, the Tower of Babylon was built by men. It was not a vision from God. It was not a vision from God. It was a vision from men. It was not a vision of men. We have to understand this. Remember, when God came down, He came down to, to look at the Tower of Babylon, the, this great work that men from all over came together to begin to do. The people did. And, and before He scattered the people and divided the languages, He said, when men come together, anything is possible. What they were doing was a sinful thing that would bring down God's wrath upon them. And the point here is that you can have a vision and you can accomplish a great thing, but it can be the wrong thing. What needs to happen when you're a believer to have vision? You need to seek out vision from God. God assigns our purpose. There are many, many great works that we have done. Great assemblies, churches, great works within the kingdom that have been done, but they weren't necessarily the right things to do. We can get together with the right people, organize the right opportunities, and do a great work in the whole time walking around saying, We've done a great thing for the kingdom of God. God is pleased at what we have done because we have done a great thing. We have, we have labored in our vision. It was no longer a dream. Now it was a vision. And we labored in it. We rolled up our sleeves. We all worked together. And we all kept our eyes focused on the prize. And we got there. We, we did a great thing. But was it the right thing? You see, our great thing was just a Christianized version of the Tower of Babel where we were able to come together and do something that we felt like would please God. Vision has to come from God. There is a way that seems right to man, but in the end it leads to death. Listen, let's put it in a little bit of a different example here. When you speak as a parent and you have a, a son or a daughter and they close their ears off to you, you say, I want you to go clean your bedroom today, but they've closed their ears off. Now they love you, but they closed their ears off. They're not listening for your guidance in their life. And so they go and they, they do this great thing. They clean up the living room. They dust everything. They clean all the mirrors in the living room. They make sure all the pillows are fluffed and put right on the couches. Uh, they, they clean off fingerprints from the TV. They make sure the remote is sitting beside uh, your chair. And they vacuum the carpets. 
It smells good, it looks good, they've done a wonderful job! But it wasn't the right thing. It wasn't the right thing. The right thing was for them to go clean their bedroom. And they would know that that was the right thing, the right vision, had they listened to you as the parent. But they didn't. They took a hold of their own thing. And they rolled up their sleeves and they worked hard at it and said, Oh, Father, look what I've done. Is this not a great thing for you that I've done in your kingdom? And you look at your child and you say, that's a, that's a wonderful thing, but that's not the right thing. The right thing was to go clean your bedroom. Now you need to go clean your bedroom. Our vision comes from God, not from ourselves. We can have good intentions. We can have good purpose. But it may as well be a tower, a battle. Because it's the wrong thing. When we leave God out of our vision... We set our feet on a path that seems right to us, but in the end, it leads to death. Young men dream dreams, and old men have visions. As you mature as a believer, it's no longer time to just dream of the things you will do in the kingdom of God. As you become a believer and you mature, it's time to have vision from God and labor in that vision. Because it's only in that vision that you can be assured of God bringing the provision. You can be assured of God's blessing. You can be assured of God leading the way, defending you. Oftentimes when we roll up our shirt sleeves and we have a, a vision of what we're going to do in life, that purpose in life, but we've forgotten to go and ask the Father what our vision is, we step out from underneath his protection. And now, now we are the sheep that's somewhere lost in the wilderness where the wolves will attack and destroy. And yet we cry out to God, Oh God, am I not doing this great thing for you? But if we would listen and open our ears, we would hear God say, My child, what you're doing is a good thing, but it's not the right thing. The right thing's over here. Leave the path you're on and come over here. Oftentimes, we labor in our vision, and it's the wrong thing. So I want to encourage you in two parts for this. And I know this, this is a message that spans uh, more than one sitting. I think I will compile it to be one long sitting, but I'll also break it up for the 12 Minutes with Mickey series. And it'll be about three, three sittings, three episodes. So listen. The first thing is, it's okay to have a dream, but you can't rest in the dream. You have to uh, let that dream become vision. But it has to be vision from God. Your purpose is derived from God. That is your purpose. When you take purpose in anything else, you are walking away from God. Even if what your purpose is is a good thing, it's the wrong thing. Your identity is found in Christ. Your purpose 
is therefore found in Christ. Listen, you can have the wrong thing. You can have a wrong thing and still praise God, but yet still be in the wrong place. You can be lost in the wilderness and still acknowledge God, and yet you're still lost in the wilderness because the path you should be on, God's path, is somewhere else where you're not. You see, you have closed your ears to the Father. Remember Nebuchadnezzar? He was a man who closed his ears to, to his father. Remember when he stood on a balcony? And he said, Look at all I have done. By my own might I have created all of this. In his day he was the most powerful man in the world. And to be honest, I don't know if any, any single man in the world since has risen to that level of influence and power. And he stood on his balcony and said, Look at all I have done. By my own might I have created this. And then God spoke from heaven and humbled him. And for the next seven years, he wandered in the fields like the cattle naked with the dew falling on his back, eating the grass. Here was a man who had vision. Here was a man who had purpose. But here was a man whose ears were closed to God. And it was the wrong perspective that he stood in. Many times we close our ears to God for direction and we find ourselves in the wrong place. So open your ears and seek out God's direction. Think about it. Set off for the world with values carved in stone. I never knew the emptiness of being all alone. Let us pray for this day.